Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Currently, the world is a very chaotic and evil place. It always has been. But as Pastor J.D. will remind you, Jesus is coming, and He's coming soon. The Bible says that the world will become increasingly volatile the closer it gets to the coming of Christ. Jesus is coming and we can rejoice. We fear not because we will join him in heaven. Now don't forget to stay with us after today's prophecy update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly prophecy update on YouTube. Now here's Pastor JD with today's prophecy update as shared on February 14th, 2021. I think Black Lives Matter is a satanic deception. And I have to say, and it's heartbreaking when pastors of churches, some mega churches, by the way, come out in support of Black Lives Matter. Shame on them. Shame on them. Back on June 11th of last year, my assistant pastor, Mac, who by the way, don't tell anybody, he's black. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Don't tell anybody. We address this. And actually the link is provided below. And it was basically a a discussion between a black man and an Arab. That's God. Only God could do that. (laughs) I mean, come on, really? Arab lives matter. Whatever. We've also provided two more links to videos that I've referenced in prior prophecy updates both of which have the movement's co-founder admitting that Black Lives Matter is not a political movement, it is a spiritual movement. The first one is from Brannon House, their YouTube channel, and it's titled, Founder of Black Lives Matter Admits Occultism at Center of BLM. The second one is titled, The BLM Connection to Witchcraft which is from the Hamilton Corner YouTube channel. I am of the belief that what's happening now in the world and to the world is exactly what we're told would happen at the end of the world. 
And really it should come as no surprise by virtue of the fact that the Antichrist's rule and control, it comes out of division vis-a-vis chaos, order out of chaos. One has to wonder if Jesus had this in mind when he prayed concerning unity in diversity, which by the way is where we get our word university. Did you know that? University is a combination of two words, unity in diversity. University. How's that one? It's really the Lord's Prayer. I know we affectionately refer to the Lord's Prayer, Our Father which art in heaven, when He was teaching the disciples to pray. But in John's Gospel, chapter 17, we have the actual Lord's Prayer, His prayer recorded for us. This was, is what Jesus prayed. Listen, verse 20. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. You know who he's talking about? Us. That all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I in them, and you in me. And then he prays this, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then, look at the connection here. The world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Stay with me. How's the world going to know? By our being united, not divided. How's the world going to know? And make no mistake about it, the world is watching. The world is asking two questions of the Christian. Are you real? Are you the real deal? And the second question is, does it really work? And here's the thing, they want you to be real, and they want it to work, because if you're real and it works, then they have hope, and they want hope. And we're to give to everyone an answer of that hope that lies within us. So here's the thing. The the world sees the Christian just destroying each other. Listen, I got enough problems of my own. I'm like, why would I want to? And then maybe that's the reason if I could just be so blunt. Maybe that's why you can't get them to listen to you or come to your church. They're looking at your life and what you post on social media, and they're just saying, no, thank you. No, thank you. That's how they're going to know. That's how they're going to be drawn to us. Not repelled by us, 
when they see us acting no different, and I would even argue in some cases worse than the non-Christian. I'll just speak for myself. As of late, I've had non-Christians that have been more loving to me than Christians concerning the aforementioned big three. That is an indictment. I don't want to. Please, and the Lord knows my heart, I'm not, I'm just, I mean I'm struggling with this. I have been struggling with this for quite some time. And again, my, my only consolation is when the Lord ministers to me and says, I know, actually, this means I'm coming soon. Because this is yet another sign. The division is a sign that I'm coming soon. I told you that in the last days they would not put up with sound doctrine. I told you that in the last days they would follow doctrines of demons, Black Lives Matter. I told you that in the last days the church, the condition of the church would be one of little strength, barely hanging on. So JD, again I'm using myself as an, if it sounds like I'm talking to myself, maybe I am, but it's kind of like JD, why, I think about David, <laughs> Psalm 42 and Psalm 43. I love those Psalms. Some believe they're actually one Psalm. But throughout those Psalms, David is having a talk with himself. And he says, Oh my soul, why be in such despair? For you will yet again have reason to praise the Lord. Why are you so downcast? This is different than self-talk. This is having a talk with self. It's like saying, sit down, boy, we need to talk. Why, why are you so bummed out? Why are you so cast down? Why are you in such despair? Well, it's heartbreaking. This is, this is hurtful. Well, I want you to look at it in a different way. I want you to see it as yet another sign that points to my soon return. Give me just a moment on this. That's what signs are, right? If I see a sign that says, this is not the way to Kaneohe, first of all, there's no such sign, right? There better not be. Well, how helpful is that? Oh, this is not the way? Well, I need to know the way. And I also need to know the distance to my final destination. That's what a sign does. That's what a sign is. And that's what this sign is. It's a sign that says, this is the way. Jesus. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Well, how many miles to my final destination? How close are, are we there yet? No, not yet. How many more miles or kilometers for our international online church? 
No man knows the day or the hour, but we can know that it's close. How so? Because the more frequent the signs, the closer you are to your destination. I know I've shared this before. I hope you don't mind me sharing it again. The year was 1997. My wife and I were in Egypt. We stayed with my aunt who lives in Giza, where the pyramids are. How cool is that, right? This was BC, not before Christ, before children, that we were able to do this. And we traveled a lot. (laughs) So we're in Egypt. And my aunt says, hey, um, why don't you guys take the train? We wanted to go to Cairo. Um, Why don't you take the train? So we're like, okay, so we bought the tickets. But the traffic was such that we were late, and we missed the train. So my aunt, bless her heart, she arranges for a cab driver to take us from Giza into Cairo. If you ever go to Egypt, do not ever take a cab from Giza to Cairo. (laughs) Okay? Unless you want to see Jesus, of course, because we thought, this is how it ends. This is it. Thanks for the memories. This cab driver, because see, <laughs> we, we paid them, we negotiated the price, and the sooner they can get us there and get back, the more money they make. You have to understand that, you know, the <laughs> driving, it's not like here in America. <laughs> it's a custom in my country. It's, I mean, it's terrifying. We're in this cab, no AC, 158 degrees with the wind chill, and we had the windows down, dusty, smelly. He's driving so fast. My wife's in the back seat, terrified. You know, thank you, honey. It's been great so far. I guess we're going to go see Jesus now. And I look back at one point, and she's wearing these sunglasses. And when we finally arrived, which we did, by the way, otherwise I wouldn't be here, right? But uh, spoiler alert, But when we arrived in um, uh, Cairo, pardon me, it was Cairo to Alexandria, to the hotel, she takes off her glasses, and she was my color, brown, from all the dust that came in. There was one point there on, on the way that I, I said in Arabic to the driver, I said, uh, I will not pay you if you continue driving this fast. You're scaring my wife. And he slowed down for about two minutes, and then he sped back up again. <laughs> Why do I share that? Because, man, I was looking for road signs. And how much longer till we get to Alexandria? And the closer we got to Alexandria, the more signs there were. They were in increasing frequency, and might I add, intensity as well. That's what this is. We're so close. And that explains the frequency and the intensity of the signs that we're seeing. It's also why we do these weekly prophecy updates every week. And it's also why we share the gospel, the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ every week. And it's also why we talk about the simple ABCs of salvation as a childlike simple explanation 
of salvation. What's the gospel? Well, the Apostle Paul, writing to the Corinthian church in chapter 15, the first four verses, says that the gospel, the good news, is that Jesus came, He was crucified, He died for us instead of us because of His love for us. He was buried, and He rose again on the third day. When Paul shares the gospel and writes to the Thessalonian church, he says, Jesus came, He was crucified, buried, rose again on the third day, and is coming back again one day, soon and very soon. That's the good news of salvation. Now here's the explanation by way of the ABCs. A very simple way, not the only way, it's just one way, a simple way. The A is for admit or acknowledge that you've sinned and that you need the Savior. Romans 3.10 says there is no one righteous, not even one. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says that the wages of sin is death. That's the bad news. It's the death penalty. But here's the good news. The gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. See it like this. It's a gift given. He paid for it in full. Cost Him everything. Cost Him His life. His blood shed in our stead. He purchased us, and He offers us this gift. See, if you pay for it, it's not a gift. It's a purchase. You don't pay for it. You don't earn it. We are saved by grace through faith, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. That's the A, here's the B. The B is for believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. That's definite. The jury is not out. The verdict is in. You will be saved. And the C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord, or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says it, confess with your mouth. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. And here's why. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. And lastly, my favorite, seals the deal. Romans 10.13 says, All who call upon the name of the Lord, here it is again, will be saved. Not might, not could, not should, no. Will be saved. All. You know how many all is? I know this is deeply profound. Look it up in the original. It means all. (laughs) All have sinned. All who call. We're all in all. Right? All who call. It's that simple. Childlike simple. Will you 
allow me a couple more minutes to share with you some testimonies from online members and the creative ways that they've been sharing the ABCs of salvation. It's just amazing. This first one. Led partially by your prompting, I've been going to Kensington, Philadelphia, known as one of the largest open-air drug markets, to bring Jesus to the hurt and homeless people there. Besides meeting and talking with these people one-on-one, I buy cases of Bibles and fill them with bookmarks like the ABC's dollars I printed up from your website, and other information I believe will help a new believer grow in the Lord. My only hope is for a harvest of souls, and that Jesus would be glorified. Besides all the tracts I put into the Bibles that I hand out in Kensington, I include two real dollars. And when I hand them out to panhandlers, I tell them the Word of God is worth more than the two dollars with a quick, Jesus said you must be born again, and that's more important than money. I do believe the tracts are very important because many people I hand the Bibles to don't know where to start, and the tracks help guide them. The second one comes from Danielle Zacharetti. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Uh, Stillwater, Minnesota. Pastor JD, it wasn't too long ago that I really felt the burden weighing heavy on my heart and shoulders as well. The desire and longing to help save as many people as possible before time runs out is very emotional and often draining. I love seeing all of the fun and creative ways that people are sharing the ABCs of salvation and wanted to share what I have been doing. Back in November, a friend encouraged me to start making candles. Once I figured everything out and really got the hang of it, our Heavenly Father put it on my heart to somehow incorporate the ABCs. I started putting scripture verses on my candles, and I printed the ABCs on the back of my business card. This little project has given me the opportunity to help uplift the spirits of others, share His Word, and most importantly, share the ABCs of salvation. This last one. I have been following you for a few years now. I never learned so much about the book of Revelation and about how we are in the end times. Since everyone was finding ingenious ways of spreading the ABCs of salvation, I wanted to contribute my own idea. My oldest daughter recently became a Christian, and she works at a hospital. She is always trying to reach people at work with the message. So I came up with this idea. I baked chocolate chip cookies and created a business card that includes the ABCs of salvation. I put the cookie in a tiny plastic bag and attached a business card to it. My daughter takes them to work, and when someone comes into her office, she offers them a chocolate chip cookie, and they get a little bonus with it. Also, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for your wonderful ministry and prophecy updates. They have changed my life. My husband and I look forward to your messages every week. God bless you. The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. 
With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for Truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.